0: Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm just continuing with my Alien Nation series discussion. Uh, Last time I talked about the first three episodes, Pilot, um, Fountain of Youth, and Little Lost Lamb, and today I'm going to be talking about episodes four and five, which is 15 with Wanda and The Takeover. And I should say, 15 with Wanda I saw, um, I want to say two days ago, so I might be a little bit fuzzy Hopefully I won't get it confused with Little Lost Lamb because I think I was starting to do that in my head. Um, but the breakdown of uh, 15 with Wanda is uh, Sykes and Francisco each try to deal with their own problem children while keeping a witness safe from a mob hitman. So The Witness is played by uh, David Bowe. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I don't remember. He's a guy from UHF and he's been in a bunch of things. Like You, you will recognize the guy's face. But because it's a, um, you know, a science fiction show with aliens, and he plays he plays a newcomer, it's a little difficult to recognize them. Which is kind of one of the fun things about this show. You'll see faces that are familiar, but it's like Star Trek, where because they're in makeup, you don't necessarily recognize them if if uh, if you don't see their their name on the screen or if you don't associate the name with the actor's face. Um, and I do want to say uh, one thing I'm really noticing going back to this is that it's. When you go back and you watch like old shows from the 80s, or the 90s, there's always oddities that leap out at you, um, you know, anytime you, especially if you see an old science fiction show, because things can really just look funny. Um, and this show certainly has those kinds of moments. It, 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 it you know, <laughs> there are definitely things which I'll get into that are uh, quirks of the period in terms of how characters are done and stuff like that. But what's interesting is a lot of almost none of that so far has had anything to do with the science fiction elements, all of the alien stuff, which really could look weird. Like a show made, geez, how many years ago was this now? This is uh, uh, like 30, 30 years ago. I think it was 30 years ago. Like almost, like, a, like maybe a little more than 30 years ago. Uh You know, dealing with aliens, and especially a show like this where they're really focused on the 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 home lives of the newcomers, and and getting very domestic, where you're seeing them in the kitchen and stuff like that, it could come off weird. Maybe to somebody who didn't see it, like I did when I was a kid, will I don't know. But to me, it's not coming off weird. It's it's coming off charming. Um, You know, I mean, it's playful. It's the right balance of playful and serious, I think, and how they treat it. And I think that's what makes it work. I think if they took it too seriously it might come off as weird if the if things like the makeup and stuff didn't work it would come off as weird and if they took it too silly it would come off as weird but this is just like the right balance um not necessarily the case with all the other elements of the show you know things that are just part of it being a normal show from its period uh so 15 with Wanda um if i remember uh francisco george his uh his son is uh trying to extricate himself from involvement in a um in a gang. And I could, I could be, I could be potentially, no, no, this was definitely 15 with Wanda. And so, uh, one of the, one of the, and so he, he, you know, he has to, he has to leave the gang because of the, the, you know, uh, he doesn't want to get in trouble anymore and he's on probation and all this stuff. Uh, and he befriends this woman who's played by Lori Petty. That's honestly one of the oddest parts of this show. Lori Petty has a very distinct presence in television and in movies. And, if you're not familiar with her she was in a league of her own and tank girl i mean she's very memorable she 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 often plays herself or a exaggerated version of herself or uh you know but but not always sometimes she plays more grounded characters but here she was very much a lori petty character and it just kind of i don't know i felt like it it, it, it number one it really pinned it to the period when it was made but it also uh it all i i thought you know and she was fine like i i find lori petty very charming and very uh, charismatic in a lot of the roles she plays. But here I just felt like it was a, um, it, 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 too much attention is drawn to the character because it was her. And maybe, you know, at the time it might not have been the case because this, again, I might not have had all these associations with her in my head that I now have because it's, you know, this was like 89 when this came out. Um, but now going back, it, it just, you know, the character sort of stuck out. Uh, but overall it was a good character like it worked they, they need they, if they were going to have a buck episode buck is the name of george's son uh you know she paired up well with him like they did have chemistry uh it's just again it was I just kept thinking, that's Laurie petty um and so you know there's a there's a B plot with him having to get out of the gang which he does uh they beat him up uh and he's you know his his father's able to come with the mother to to help him and it's kind of one of the sub one of the sort of threads of the main plot which is George and Sykes are watching this this newcomer uh, uh, played by David Bowe, who um, who was witness to a, a mob killing because he was a chauffeur of the mobster and he's now going to turn state's witness and so they want to kill him and the whole movie the mobster's trying to kill him and he's in a safe house with with George and Sykes but due to you know thing and this is kind of a constant theme so far in the show where limited resources and things like that often force them to either cut corners or take chances and so they're in the safe house with this guy and George's stress is he really wants to tend to his family life and I think uh, Sykes I forget what his um what his uh thing that he has going on it might be, have to do with his daughter I can't really remember. I think it might have had to do with his daughter. Uh, I think was, I think there's another there's like a C plot. I'm getting the episodes mixed up, so I apologize if this is the wrong episode. But I believe the C plot was uh, his daughter uh, is like hooking up with some guy who's named Thor, and uh, he's you know just having to deal with that situation. And the daughter either wanting to go to college or getting a uh, a, a camper and driving across the country with Thor. Um, and so he's dealing with his ex-wife and stuff like that. Again, that might've, I'm not sure if that was the little lost lamb episode of this episode. I, it's easy to get them confused when you do them a day or two later. Uh, but they're both basically dealing with domestic issues, but they're, they're forced to be staying in this, this motel with, with this, uh, this witness, uh, for days and days and days. And so they kind of have to find ways to leave the safe house to go tend to these things. And it's, it's difficult, but it's also risky. And eventually the uh, the, the other added, uh, and one thing, I mean, the show is pretty good at sort of keeping the pressure on. So, and, and the way that it keeps the pressure on in this show is it does some world building where the, um, the witness, uh, and again, I can't remember the character's name, but he's played by David Bow. Uh, he's a newcomer and he's a young guy who's about to get married. And, and again, I, I do have to say this the show is surprisingly adult at times when the, when we meet this character initially, he's having a very steamy conversation with his, his fiance because they've just taken this drug. I don't remember what it's called, but it's something that newcomers take, uh, when they're about to, when they're about to like basically have sex with their uh, spouse for the first time. And supposedly it puts them in a very heightened state of arousal, but it also forms a bond that makes them monogamous for the rest of their lives. Um, and Sykes is very skeptical of the claims of, of of the monogamy claims, but that's the, the, the the idea behind the drug. But the, the side effect is this guy is like horny the whole, the whole episode. He just wants to get out and go see his, uh, his fiance Wanda. Um, and, and, and so that, that's sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's again, it's playful, but it's world building. And, um, and again, this was made in 89. And I think, I think, Part of it is that the, like this is like the age of Miami Vice and Red Shoe Diaries and stuff like that. So those things were just, uh, um, you know, it's funny. I think back to 89 and I think like Full House, which is so vanilla and tame. But now that I'm going back and watching this show, I'm realizing, oh, actually a lot of the entertainment that we had at the time was more risque than uh, stuff that's out now. Um, so, you know, it's just, it, it, and it's just, you know, it's just very, it was like a big part of the plot of the episode. Uh, so I don't know, the, the, the episode was, kind of fun and amusing. Um, you know, it all gets wrapped up nice in the end. Uh it, it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't stellar. Um, you know, and, and it you know, and it's it's kind of one of those annoying episodes where the ca- main characters are put in this intentionally uh sort of stressful situation that they have to deal with and there there are a lot of odd attempts at humor, uh you know, where where Sykes and George kind of act like a married couple which i mean, maybe at the time that might not have been as old of a joke but by this point it's kind of old so it just didn't land as well with me um but again overall the episode was fine and then the next episode was um the takeover and this one says uh well, the city suffers a riot, Francisco and Sykes are left in charge of an almost empty precinct house. Sykes leaves Francisco to help out an old girlfriend. Whilst he is away, a gang of thieves attack the station to, and kidnap Francisco's wife, Susan. And Francisco is George. Um, his real name is Sam Francisco, but they call him George. And and in, in this episode is kind of a cool idea. They have a riot. And the riot, again, this is set a little bit into the 90s. Like, a, like it's in the near future. So you don't know how much of this is... Uh, them taking liberties with in terms of how much uh society has unraveled and stuff because the riots are really big. Now, we did have riots through the 90s and stuff, so I mean, that's not um, you know, it's not it, it definitely connects to things that were going on, but the the, the, the level of of lawlessness in the city and the amount of resources that are depleted at the station seem very extreme. Like this is almost on the level of an of an insurgency or something. So uh so anyways and this has nothing to do with the newcomers either. This is in a whole other section of LA and I, I'm gonna have to go to the cast because this is where we start getting into um they 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 they, they start uh uh building up some of the other characters in the show in this one. And I'm, I'm still not a hundred percent, um, uh, familiar with the, the characters' names. Uh, if I, if I can find them quickly, I will. Uh, let me see if I can find these. So, so they had Dobbs is one of the police officers. That's pretty important. And he got a lot of, um, uh, I think he got a lot of expansion in this episode and let's see, do they, do they have the captain. I can't find the captain's name. He's, he's an actor that everybody would recognize. But off uh just glancing at the list of people I can't oh. Uh yep. Uh uh Ron Fastler plays um Captain uh Brian Grazer. And so they develop him a little bit further. And the the episode is pretty cool. They have the, they have a um a riot, and because there's a riot going on, there's this gang that decides that they're gonna steal all the drugs that are at the police station because they have, you know, Drugs that they've taken from drug dealers and stuff like that. And weapons and all kinds of stuff. So it's a gold mine. And they, they have a pretty decent plan. One of the guys is the dude from, um, uh, what is it? Conan the Destroyer. Uh, the guy who plays the thief. Uh, he's really, you know, he's voice and face to, to miss. And I can't remember who else is in the episode. But they attack the police station. The police station has almost no resources. It's basically just George and what's his name? The other newcomer that works at the station. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find his info, uh, but there's a, there's a janitor that's a newcomer, um, who, uh, I think his name is Albert and he, he works at the station and he's there as well. There's one cop there who basically gets shot right away and George's wife is there bringing him food or something. And, and so, uh, you know, in the process, George's wife gets kidnapped, but importantly, the, uh, one of the, one of the people in the gang attacking the police station is a newcomer. And she sees a canister that they've uh, that they have impounded, and it's actually the gas that was used aboard the uh, their slave ship in order to control them. And I, I think this is the same stuff that they use in the movie, the drug that the guy is making. I, I I it's either related to it or it's the same thing. But this one is in a gas form, and it basically makes them uh, easy to control. And so. And so this woman realizes with this, I can basically control the world if I want to, because it, it it works on humans too apparently. And so, uh, so, 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 so she kind of starts going off in her own direction with this whole thing. And by the end of the episode, she actually uses it on George's wife and sets her against him. Um, and you know, it kind of ends with a big standoff and everything. Uh, and there's a whole subplot involving uh, uh, Captain Grazer where. He's, and again, this is where the show, you can really see the period that it was made because he's depicted as kind of this, uh, this wannabe general. He's kind of almost like an Arnold Rimmer type character. Not quite that ridiculous. You know, he's more competent than Arnold Rimmer, but he's really smug and smarmy and, uh, it's, it's a little bit ridiculous and played for laughs, uh, and a very stark characterization. I think for the show from the time, you know, this is what would have been acceptable to us. I don't, I I think now it's easy to go back and, and sort of make fun of it. But at the time that would have landed. Okay. But there's a, he basically has this thesis he wrote in college on how to, uh, on, on applying Napoleonic tactics to deal with a, um, uh, a riot in a city. And, you know, it has to do with like logistics and stuff like that. And so you know, he he thinks this is his big break. He gets sent to deal with the riot and he presents his idea to another, uh, like another uh, captain or maybe somebody higher up, I don't remember. And the guy's very receptive to it. And uh, and Grazer's just really snobby the whole time. Like he, he, you have to see the scene to really understand it. But he's, uh, you know, he's ordering lobster salad and drinking cappuccinos. And he very much views himself as sort of a gentleman general, I think. Um, and so... Uh, but anyways, he gets called back to his station and he has to leave the plan with the other guy he was talking to. And that guy takes all the credit. Um, but I mean, again, this was a, I, I would say these were somewhat filler episodes, but this one and the previous one, they were both okay. They were both decent. I, I think I preferred this one a little bit more. Um, this was a little bit more action it It definitely, again, when you go back and you watch an old show like this, you know, the action is from that period. And, and so uh you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be but i do think for its time it, it did a, it did a good job in terms of presenting some of the tactical stuff and things like that it, you, know, it, you know you know you, you you there's always like a, a corniness factor with some of this stuff um but on the whole i thought i thought it worked and i like the idea of them using the gas and the wife and george that sort of making it a much more difficult situation for them to resolve um and and again I liked uh, I liked some of the world building that was done in in uh, in the previous episode. There was also you know there was a there were some B plot elements with um, with Sykes and his ex girlfriend and things like that. But I I, uh, I don't feel the need to get into that too deeply. Uh, he gets a cut on his arm basically from a, a a jealous stalker going after his his, uh, his ex girlfriend, um, and and yeah. So I don't know there, there were some annoying things in this episode. The station felt dangerously under, understaffed. I don't, I I, I can't imagine a police station in a big city like this having as few people as this one did. It it just really seemed, um, especially during a riot, you would think, you know, Uh, I I understand that they needed the men to deal with the riot, but you would think that they would also be concerned about the security of the police station. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I've never, you know, (laughs) never worked in that field. So I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something I don't know about it, but it just seemed a little bit to strain credulity there was another cool thing where albert gets shot and they they sort of reiterate the point that uh because the newcomers have two hearts it's it's it, that type of wound is just not as lethal to them as it is to. Uh, i apologize for my alarm going off um so it, it was uh uh you know that between that and the um uh the stuff in in the Wanda episode where they get into the the pre marriage ritual. I thought that was all pretty cool. I like I, I have to say one of the things I really like about the show is the world building. That's that's something that I've always remembered about it. Um and I've always liked it. And I think again, I, I do wanna say though, I think some people will watch a show like this and see some of that world building as corny. Um but but I really enjoy the 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 world building they do. And I do think they they do get playful with it at times. But I think that's kind of A fun aspect of the show so you know it doesn't really bother me that it's playful some sometimes i get more annoyed at shows that take their stuff like that too seriously unless it's done really well but um but here you know i thought i thought you know the 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 humor is sort of the thing that that uh makes the difficult to believe thing easier to swallow and and i also think again you know it would be really easy for a show where people have uh you know, like you know, the 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 bald head alien makeup, to really look ridiculous. Uh, you know, thirty years later, and the makeup I think really holds up. I think that the acting and the sort of the cultural elements they create for the aliens really works. Um, they they generally make it very relatable because it's it's all you know you can connect it to so many different things in in like in our society. So it's not like like they like the, the newcomers they could, they could literally be like every single immigrant group and every single group that's like had issues. You could imagine them being, cause it's so much of their history sort of touches on different things. And so much of their, um, of their cultural details touch on different things that, that they, they become a really blank canvas for a lot of different, uh, types of cultures and, 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 and different like immigrant groups and stuff. So it's, uh, it, you know, it, I th- I think uh, you you kind of instantly know what they're connecting something to. So even though it, they might have like a really strange cultural ritual that they introduce, so much of the other stuff is grounded in things that are familiar that it it, it, it it's believable. Um, and again, I think when they do do those the odd stuff, the stuff that really strikes you as coming out of a, uh like wholly invented, they're humorous enough with it that it's more palatable. Um, that's at least my impression watching it again, up to the fifth episode. Uh, you know, we'll have to see going forward, you know, how I feel. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I have to say like, I'm, this is a show that I haven't seen in ages, but I always kind of thought back to it, which I think a lot of people have that experience There's some show you see when you're a kid or when you're a teenager and you have just thoughts about it, you know, you just, you just kind of think back to the episodes that, that, that affected you and you wonder, you know, you cause you, you lose the memory of, all the connecting threads and you try to remember everything and you have all these questions. And so I'm going back and I'm answering all the questions I've had and I'm seeing how well it holds up and, uh, and I'm, I'm really, you know, having, having a fun time with it. Um, again, I got it on Amazon. You can, you can rent it there. It's just one season. So if you do rent it or, I mean, you buy it, uh, you're buying just one season, but I do believe that it's available elsewhere as well. And I think on somebody had said something about Disney plus maybe having it I might've seen it on YouTube. I don't know. So, so yeah, so, I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, ways you can see it. Um, I would say if you're unsure, like if you're saying, do I really want to, cause I think it was like 20 something bucks. Not everybody wants to spend that on a show that, that might, might be terrible to them. I would recommend, um, I would recommend, uh, catching clips of it on YouTube or something and seeing if it appeals to you and then making a decision, um, or maybe watching the movie first. And if if you're curious about what a show, based on the movie would be like then going so but i will say the show and the movie are so different i could see somebody liking the movie and not liking the show and liking the show and not liking the movie so i don't know how good of a measure that's going to be for you uh yeah so again uh you know uh if i forgot any plot details i apologize i saw uh episode five yesterday and i saw 15 with one to two days ago so i am a little bit fuzzy next time i'll try to do them after i was just too tired last night when i was going to sit down to record this to, to record i started it and like no words were coming out so um my next episodes are the first cigar and night of the screams if i can i'll get up to the episode eight which is contact um you know it looks like we're getting up on the halloween episode so um again this is one of those shows where it, looks like it was all year it was 22 episodes so it probably played through the whole year and there's probably episodes for various holidays i'm guessing but uh but yeah i don't know it's uh it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting experience so again the show is Alien Nation. it was 89 to 90 and this was episodes uh four and five and i'll be back on again with uh with with more reviews of different episodes